You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Bus service mostly, and we'd always get boned. We'd get fucked unless we got like eight inches of snow in the springs. We had school at my high school, and every other school in town would be closed. We'd be so mad. <laughs> Dude, that's how. My elementary school always had, uh, like, I don't know if this is true, but the rumor was amongst the, on the playground, the rumors was that uh, the person who decided that if we had a snow day or not was from Alaska. So every time it was just like, oh, this is just like a foot. This is nothing. Get your fucking Iditarod sled out and get your ass to fifth grade. <laughs> Probably. I'd believe it. I had heard that, but I don't remember what district that was. My my buddy had told me about that. If it was Boulder Valley, then could have been me. I- I was uh, I was friendly with the head of tech of technology for Boulder School Boulder Valley School District. Wow. He was one of my professors, uh, educators when I took my master's program. Real good guy. You, you stuttered through that like you were about to line up a story where you were like, "And ex lover." <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to leave out some of those details. <laughs> so I'll be your friend. all right so i'm close uh i'm watching episode five of mando (laughs) you mitch got it too it was very funny after i sang that you're like all right i'm close (laughs) it was really good timing yeah comedic timing if you will but you're watching the fifth episode of boba fett boba fett which is actually a Return of the Mando. It is. It's a very, it's a uh, a sneaky, it's a backdoor, uh, not pilot, but backdoor season premiere almost of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing them together. Yeah. So this takes place, obviously, after Mando ended because he got the dark saber. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's like current with Boba Fett. All right. All right. It's uh, an interesting choice. I don't know how I feel about it, but we can talk more about that about in it. the episode. Yeah, I think all everybody's right, so, being babies. Well, all right. Why don't we start it then? <clears throat> and we're looking at episode 244 of the Broadcast Geeks. I am coming in as one of your OG original geeks, Matt Oren. <laughs> I'm Jake Becker. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. I'm full of turkey burgers right now. Mm, turkey where'd burgers. You, where'd you get turkey burgers? Uh, they was made. Just, you know, for the store, groceries. Oh, okay. Whatnot. Yeah, you said you went to go get food, so I thought... You no, I you said were... I was eating. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I so, wasn't going to go anywhere. I, I actually opted a couple hours ago to go out if there was anything last minute that we needed, uh, but I'm glad I didn't want to go out at all. Not that I'm afraid, but this is good weather to stay home and not have to go out. It is. It is. We're getting I, um, snow. Yes, it is currently snowing, so in three weeks from now, when this episode <laughs> drops they'll be like what the fuck are they talking about um it might be snowing again 
It's it's funny I, that you say that though, because I'm actually uploading episode 241. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. To be published. We're ahead of the game, my friend. We're ahead of the game. I got to still edit 243. But that, speaking of episodes, episode five, The Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. It doesn't have yeah. any Boba Fett in it. That's why I'm conflicted. Okay. I'm conflicted, no, you guys. But, but it's about Boba building his team. Right. But and they, they, and they, they had to fill the story gap. He couldn't just show up with a new spaceship and all of his shit and the spear gone. That it, it'd be worse as a fucking episode they air in like four or five, six months on Mandalorian to explain the jump. I think they could have kind of cut back and forth from what Boba was doing versus what Mando is doing. Like, it feels like there was a lot of downtime. Like, they could have montaged up the uh, the fixing up the Naboo Starfighter. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that, but I agree with that in, like, everything that is Star Wars. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I think it's a weird move to sideline the main character when there's only, what, two or three episodes left? Well, yes. let's, let's put that in perspective, though. They threw Boba Fett in the middle of the Mando, at about yeah. the same point, right? Yeah, but Mando was still in it. It'd be like if you had a fucking episode of about Obi-Wan Kenobi, except for it was still the Mandalorian. You know or, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Or it was just Baru and Owen. Yeah, except yeah. I don't think it's the same as having it be Obi-Wan and still the Mandalorian. It'd be like doing an episode that was all about Darth Vader during Obi-Wan. Like, it's a character that's already stories intrinsically tied together. Like, the Mando is how he got Boba Fett back. Now he's going to use the Mando. I just, I, I, I appreciate your point. I just don't think it's as big of an affront as many people online are acting like it is. Oh, you know what? I'm not fucking, uh, I'm not writing blogs about it, but I was yeah. very conflicted because I really liked the episode before this one where he gets Slave One back. He gets the fucking, he gets his revenge on that biker gang that iced all the Tuscans. Yeah. Um, he kills the fucking Sarlacc or Fennec kills the Sarlacc, however you want to slice it. Uh, I feel like it was, he, he got his fucking Wookiee. Right. Yeah. He got his Rancor to scare up all the other people. I feel like he was getting a lot of momentum and then they were like, hey, guess what? Here's Mando fucking taking the space bus. He has to put all his weapons in steerage because he can't travel with them. Yeah, but I think the point it, like he was building that team and this was going to be the biggest piece. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, who knows? The book of Boba Fett or, or, you know, Boba Fett and Fennec could bleed over into the next season of Mandalorian. Like this whole like battle for Tatooine could be the whole season of Mando as well. Yeah, I think it will be all tied together because he's got that suit armor for the boy. Yeah, that he, was he's, he's going to go get the boy back. Now, what are they? What were they saying uh, when she said that the black saber, if it, one who is worthy, um, it'll it'll lead them back to glory. But if somebody who isn't, and then that other um, Mando Mandalorian, has, has yeah, he luck. seemed uh, he seemed a little over eager he was yeah, he, wa he wanted to reclaim it because the uh dark saber was forged by his ancestors tar Vizla. right so he thinks he's worthy of it because of his name yes interesting i haven't made it through the whole episode oh I've only, shit i've Are only made it to that part that's all right that's no awesome. i could figure I mean, it up most of it yeah i um, i like it though i mean I, I i've been liking that show i think it's been it's been entertaining it's been fun yeah there's a lot of hate online where it's just like oh fuck oh boba fett he wouldn't do this wouldn't fucking do this like they did. but i 
I think they run the risk of like if you have Boba Fett just being like a stoic, uh, just like a bounty hunter, it risks being the exact same show as The Mandalorian. He's got that... he's going to be a crime boss and do other shit. Yeah, and he's still stoic. We're just seeing him from a different point of view. Yeah, except for now he's like like a banta. <laughs> yeah but that's what i mean that's his personal moment with like people he likes he's not standing there getting work when he's being a badass he's still pretty stoic oh yeah i don't know man I, it's just like you know fucking star wars fans are, yeah dude a wretched hive of scum and villainy <laughs> they are this character what, what did what did boba have before this series like six lines yeah put captain solo in the cargo hold he's no good to me dead what yeah so yeah i like that out of six lines people have very you know <laughs> set, drawn in the drawn in the sand opinions of who a character is right that's, that's oh and who could forget hey dad here comes that jedi <laughs> yeah that's i like that kid voice you do we need to utilize that more often i'm actually cast in the book of young boba fett <laughs> It's like Muppet Babies. It's more of a, it's gonna, more of a pamphlet. Yeah, they're going to CGI de-age me. <laughs> or, or Zine. Dude, yeah. the de-aging on John Goodman. Unrighteous. Yes. It's yes. fucking amazing. And I appreciate that they have more footage of him at that age than like anyone else who's had this done yet because of Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, dude. I uh, I was telling Jake, man, because uh, Jake's been asking me if I watch the Rice Gemstones, because uh, usually I'll send him a message and be like, whoa, that was so fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But last night I got all fucking ready to watch it. I put it on. I watched the first like two minutes of it or four minutes or whatever. And then my tablet died. And that's my only means of conveyance when it comes to streaming shows. But I will agree, Jake, that that de-aging they did on John Goodman was pretty flawless. Dude, it's bananas. And they get so many different scenes and angles and like things going on with it. It always looks good. Kind of scary. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, that's like the first one they've done where they just have a hundred plus episodes of a sitcom he did at that age. Right. I loved Roseanne. In fact, I used to watch that show a lot. Yeah, the show kicks ass. What's your favorite John Goodman role other than Righteous Gemstone? Uh, Fred Flintstone. Oh, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Dude, it's the role he was born to play. Is there anyone else who could have portrayed Fred Flintstone? The answer is yes, Mitch Jones. But uh, (laughs) for the time when I was, you know, I was, it was, I was what, seven in 1994. They weren't going to cast me as (laughs) Fred Flintstone. I, I think you should sex. be Jabberjaw. I've thought about this too. Oh, I don't agree with that. I don't like the way they did Jabberjaw in the new Jellystone. I think it's fine, but it's he's there a girl now. Yeah. And it's just not the same. But yeah, they should do a CGI Jabberjaw where you you get to be Jabberjaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't he always talk like Curly? Yeah, a little yes. bit. But you, you just do you just do your voice. My, I don't know. I, I'm really fond of his uh, fabulous freak brothers right now. Yeah. Because mm. it's just a fucking crazy choice he's made. And he's doing a very funny voice the whole time. It's pretty fun. But I think, I mean, Roseanne's got to be the goat, right? I don't know. I mean, he was great as Dan. Uh, I think he was awesome in uh, Oh Brother. He's yeah. great in Oh Brother. He's great in Red State. But the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What about arachnophobia? Oh, my God. I've never seen it. I love that movie. What about him in uh, Dirty Work? 
King Ralph, yes. I really liked King Ralph. The Borrowers. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, it came out when I was in like the fourth or fifth grade. No, it's about like tiny people that live in the walls. Oh, okay. Huh. Mm. I like. Do you remember that book, Mitch? It was a book. The Borrowers is like a popular, like third grade book. I don't remember much about the about books. That is wild with your memory of everything else. I just assumed you'd be able to recall things. Yeah, that's. that's I I don't read books, Jake. You did when they were forced (laughs) upon us. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. No. What universe are you guys from? Are you guys from the Bernstein universe or the Bernstein universe? Bernstein, dude. Whoa, you guys are those. You're freak. Oh, you're from the pocket universe that exploded in and changed me and Matt's. I definitely always thought they were Steen. They are. They were. They are. Everything no, is alive. you guys just didn't know cursive when you were young. They're stained. All the adults in my life did know cursive. Yeah, it's fair. I don't know, man. I think you were just dismissive of the Bernstein's culture. <laughs> I grew up in the Broadmoor. <laughs> Literally? The neighborhood, yeah. It's called the Broadmoor. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant there. you grew up in the hotel that like Dunstan checks in or some shit. No, there's Jake's only like best one best friend family. was an orangutan. So is that near, <laughs> that's near the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. Yeah, John Elway could hit it with one of those Nerf balls. The zoo? Yeah, it's like maybe 300 yards up the road oh, i like that zoo it's one of my favorites and <coughs> yeah, i've been to a few shit. zoos it's one of the coolest zoos in the world and i've heard that from like authorities on the matter it's the only zoo built on the side of a mountain zoo authorities well no like zoo. linda jones like chuck jones daughter like to travel to different zoos to do yeah. live drawings i've seen and she, i've seen zoos she in was, different countries yeah and she was even like this shit rocks like the shy mountain zoo is amazing yeah I the, like the ape enclosure is really that's like amazing and it's really good for the apes they have one of the most successful breeding programs in the world i don't like the ape exhibits ever because you look in their eyes and it's just it's hard yeah Um, but the enclosure over there on the on the side of the mountain it's it's awesome they yeah they let them have like two acres of mountain no it's great and and it's separated by like breed but they each get their own section of the mountain yeah it's 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 great yeah so when i was a little kid they were breeding orangutans so they had baby orangutans all the time and you could go in and visit them and hold their hands and stuff and feed them with a bottle and it was the coolest shit on the whole planet little baby orangutans yeah and right now the new giraffe enclosure you can go hug a giraffe you can feed them you can also hug the fucking denver zoo I'm going to hug a giraffe, I think. Because the new one, it's just open. So they'll like come, like you can hold a cracker back here and it'll lean over and get it. And you'd be like, I love you, giraffe. <laughs> Was that Bobcat Goldthwaite? Expressing as, I love you, giraffe. Sounded like it. Uh, no, that's or is that your John C. Riley? That's me when I'm hugging a giraffe, dude. That's all that is. Ah, I love you, giraffe. Or is I'm that Eminem? Ah, <laughs> so when does the next, when does the next uh, Boba Fett come out? Tomorrow? Yeah, in like three hours. Oh, okay. I wonder. Bum, bum. I should finish five tonight. I'll do bum, that. Bum, bum, and then the best show of the week comes out on Thursday. What's that? Peacemaker. Oh, I'm still Holy behind. Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, so wait a good? minute. Yeah, it's yeah, so I think good. The last, the, the last time superhero TV was this good was when, like, Arrow premiered. What? Yeah, dude. It, it's so good. I can't say enough good things about it. I... I never want John Cena to go back to wrestling ever again. He just has to be peacemaker for the rest of time. Yeah, dude, he better be. It's, it's the role of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Huh. And the show's bananas. The, sh- the decisions they're making, the places they're going is just nuts. Huh. What? Uh, how many episodes are out? It was three five? on the premiere. What do we have? Five? Yeah. Oh, geez. This I'm one will be on the sixth two. one. Okay. I'm behind. I'm going to wait and just uh, binge it. There's only like eight a- episodes. So you only got like two more weeks on that. I need but- time. How many more episodes up there are Boba Fett? Boba Fett? I think that's eight. So three. he's got three more episodes. Okay. So I was thinking there's only two more episodes. So that's why I was kind of like, meh. Why is the Mando got to have an episode in the middle of the season? Yeah. I don't know. I I also didn't think like that any of the Boba Fett stuff was so great that I wasn't excited to see the Mando for an episode. Oh, I was super excited for it, but I was very conflicted because I was very much just enjoying the Boba Fett show. Yeah. Um, And well, first of all, I think, Matt, how much of this new episode have you seen? Of which episode? Of the, the Mandalorian episode of Boba Fett. Where uh, that other dude um, makes like some kind of a comment when they show him the, the Darksaber. He oh, just John showed Favreau. up injured. Yeah, he, they're... they're um, Oh, that's yeah. Favreau? That's Favreau? It's not him playing him, but it's his voice. Oh, oh shit. Shiver me timbers. Yeah, well, no, uh, so when he's getting healed and they talk mm. about the Darksaber, that's that's where I had to stop. Okay. Um. So I'm pretty sure this is the most brutal instance of lightsaber violence we've seen in a long fucking time. I am surprised they showed him cutting people in fucking half and cutting their arms off and cutting their fucking heads off yeah on disney plus shit was cheat up from the feet up yeah it gives me real good hope for uh like an obi-wan series or a fucking like daredevil series oh not saying that daredevil cuts people in half regularly but like man even though it's fantasy sci-fi bullshit violence it's pretty fucking gruesome to watch someone get cut in half on a folding table with a lightsaber dark saber excuse me it's dark matter dark saber yeah so it's fundamentally Uh, different i think so because it's uh, a lightsaber it's light you know you can hold on to it easily i don't know matt you haven't got to the part yet where they uh explain that the dark saber is heavier the longer you have it turned on and hold it really yeah that's wild yeah and I, I, my, my non, very non-scientific guess is that it's made out of dark matter, and dark matter is heavy, and we know that because say it with me, Futurama Nibbler poops out dark matter, and it's very hard to pick up. Right, but it wouldn't be growing in mass. I think it has to do with like how it uses the force. But you don't need to be a force sensitive. Well, I don't you know. Don't Tar- have to be force sensitive uh, to use a lightsaber either. That's true. But Tarvisla was a. Uh, mandalorian who was a jedi and he yeah. crafted his own lightsaber, lightsaber hills out of some sort of special beskar yeah so it's got these weird properties right. but that because she even tells him if she if he learns how to fight with it it won't do that to him mm. he's got to become one with it right but if it was just like growing in mass and getting heavier no matter what that's why i think it has something to do with like the force that <laughs> <laughs> really made me think of men talk the taker <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah um, i think i think it's a little george lucasy because this harkens back to that era i don't know man uh i just all i know is that i was a little bit more critical of it before we we talked i'm glad we always get together every week and talk because it makes me feel better um i was really kind of miffed that uh there was like there's only fucking two episodes of boba fett left and it's like <laughs> What's he gonna fucking do? Like, 
He's gonna get his little Scooty Puff Junior gang. Yeah. And and Mando and Raider Nation Chewy. Yeah. And go fuck those fish face fuckers up. Yeah, what's up with that uh that Wookiee? Current Curtis what's his name? Chrisan. Chrisan? Chrisanton. He's Chrisanton. Uh, yeah, he's kind of crazy. Yeah. He did some very uh he did some very uh he he did a hate crime against those uh those lizard bros. We what don't know if that it? was race based. What was oh, it yeah, about? it is. Do we know what it was about? It it's just... because Wookiees and that that species is the same species as Bosque. Yeah. When they're okay. and they were flaunting their wealth. And then I did a little dig uh a little digging on this after that episode. I love Bosque. And though that race of people used to enslave Wookiees. Oh, so that's why you just getting drunk and being like, oh, these motherfuckers. But also okay. I uh since they're lizard based people, um their their limbs grow back if they're removed from their body. So him ripping off that guy's arm isn't as bad as Obi-Wan drunkenly cutting off Ponda Boba's arm. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes in uh, Robot Chicken, where the you know, have you seen the Star Wars, the Robot Chicken ones? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where they're in the bar and he's just like, um, "I'm sorry for my friend." Like he's going to attack, and then he cuts the arm off, and then the guy mm-hmm. loses his job and he and he can't he can't function anymore. He's <laughs> Starts off thinking it's going to be a great day. And now he's an artist trying to paint with his left arm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. And he's like, he's trying to apologize. He's like, he's my friend. He doesn't mean any harm. He just likes to drink. And then Obi-Wan cuts his fucking arm off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny. All right. Well, good. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. It's been, it's been pretty good. The, the crew of of enhanced people they remind me of there's an episode of Batman Beyond where there were those kids that were what were they doing were they, oh they were hybriding animals or something oh there's yeah. splicers 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 dude. that's right that's right yeah yeah. Uh, so Bosque's race of people is called the Trandoshans. Trandoshans. Yep. Whoa. Trandoshan, and they are uh, historically uh, not too fond of Zawookies. Huh. So Trandoshans. Well, good. Good thing in the long run. Otherwise, Black Chrysanthemum wouldn't have beat the shit out of him in front of everybody and gotten hired by boba fett again right he's like boy boy mate you need a job i like how he's kind of busy he's like auditory like he he's basically got tamara morrison's accent in real life but it's like no hard feelings mate yeah boba fett seems to say that a lot yeah he doesn't have hard feelings dude just hard talk. It's just a job. Yeah, dude. After that back to bath, he comes out fucking. It's harder than Beskar. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nothing can pierce it. It pierces not, anything. Not Beskar. You know, there was yeah. one point where he's, he's talking about Beskar, and I'm thinking, does he just call all like certain metals Beskar, or is it specifically? A type of metal. It's a type of metal, but there's different alloys. Right. Well, because I've been seeing a lot on the internet saying that Boba Fett, and I don't know, is it canon that Boba Fett just took Django's armor and repainted it, or is it a new set of armor? I don't know. Because they're saying that the um, Boba Fett's armor on the online, it traditionally has always been Dura Steel, uh, which is what basically Stormtrooper armor is made out of. Um, but now we can, like, in-universe, it's confirmed that his 
armor is also Beskar. It might not be the same alloy as Din Djarin, just fucking shoot me as many times as you want. It'll bounce right off Mandalorian. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the spear that's made out of some kind of special Beskar that pierces other Beskar. I think it's like adamantium. Like, adamantium can cut through other adamantium. Yeah, but not other Beskars cutting through other Beskar. What about that dark saber? It's like a... It's like aluminum. You can cut 60-61 aluminum with 50-51 aluminum, but you can't do it the other way. Yeah, that's how alloys work. Certain stronger alloys you can cut weaker alloys with, but oh, right, the okay. other way the other way around it won't damage. That's how you make like metal on metal bearings and shit with iron and aluminum. All yeah. right. Would the dark saber be able to cut through Beskar at all? Uh yeah. No, I thought it couldn't because that's how Din Djarin fought Moff Gideon with it. He fought he fought the dark saber off with the spear. It, it'll heat up and go through though. That's true. Oh, so you can't like hold it for a know, while. Yeah. Yeah. It can deflect it though. Hmm. Also, why would Boba Fett go back to the pit when he escaped the pit wearing his armor? Why would he think his armor went back in the pit? He doesn't he, remember. He doesn't remember getting jacked by those Jawas. Uh, Jawas. He just remembers waking up with the uh, captors of Sam. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll 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 go with that. Yeah, that was I mean that was my thought. Yeah, and I acid, think that's that's what they're the getting at, that he doesn't remember where it went. Okay. Yeah. Because otherwise he'd just be fucking up Jawas. Because he gets it back in uh, the Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. Because Dick Jaren gets it back from Cobb Vanth, Timothy Oliphant. Right. Sure. Cowboy Elephant? Yes. Cowboy yeah. Elephant. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's almost that's almost as good as the uh Cumberbatch name. I like that. Uh, what else? What else have we been watching? Let's see. I finished. Um, we watched Age of Ultron. My family. Oh Jesus! And wait, All right. no, we're past that. We we watched Civil War. Uh, nice. That was intense. Much more than I. Well, more than I thought it was going to be. There's yeah, a it's lot, a serious movie. There's there's a lot of loss in that movie. There's a lot of um, people dealing with loss. Like that's the main premise. Yeah. Right? It, they, they need to sign these accords because of the damage they do. No, but, but on a personal level. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. It's the whole tone top down. Yeah, in the, that damage, the damage that they do when they're given the opportunity, like black Panther was going to kill whomever yeah. uh, because he thought, that they were responsible for his dad's death. Uh, there was Tony dealing with, you know, the knowledge of his parents' death. Uh, Steve with Peggy. Um, there was there was a lot. There was a lot going on. And yeah, my kids liked it, but I'm not sure. You know, they I don't think they fully understood what was going on. The weight of a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie. Yeah, but then they got to see Spider Man flip in. Oh my God, he was so great. Dude, you have a metal arm. <laughs> I love when uh, I love when Falcons just like I don't know if you've been in a lot of fights, but there's usually not this much talking. <laughs> yeah, it's when you I, fight Spider-Man, motherfucker. Right? Yeah, and it was fun that they did that from the very first moments he was around. That the I kid agree. just couldn't help but be. Well, Mister. Yeah, they did a great job. He is wonderful. Although they had to obviously, they made some changes between that and then when he had his own movie, uh, just like where he lived and and the relationship with May and whatever else. There was a couple others I noticed, but yeah, oh my god, they loved it. They they loved a lot of those scenes. And man, I really I really like Zemo 
as a character. I'll say that. Does, does he have retroactive goodwill now that in Civil War, now that you've seen him in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes. You're Von Brauner in this motherfucker, huh? <laughs> He came over and built us a rocket. Now you think he's the good guy. <laughs> I I didn't remember it, but when it's it's great scene when at the end when they're like, oh, they're all dead. And then he says to them, the, the winter soldiers, the program, he goes, Did you think I wanted more of you? And it's like, oh my, <laughs> that was just great. Hell yeah. He is he is a good character. I agree. We'll see him again somewhere, right? Oh yeah. Is Falcon or now retitled Captain America in the Winter Soldier? I think it'll still or is be it called be, Falcon in the Winter Soldier. You don't think it's going to be called Captain America and White Wolf? No. Huh. No, I think uh, that's bad marketing. Yeah, it'll be confusing. Th- yeah, that 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 would only fly with like comic book readers, not MCU fans. Yeah. They can be called whatever they want in there, but they need it to be colloquially and like corporately the branding of like, nope, this is who this person is. Falcon is Captain America, not, or, you know, yeah, the Winter Soldier is now the White Wolf, not fucking Bucky is now the White Wolf. I just think that's a Are they going to show up in any of the other movies? Yeah. Well, yeah, Captain America, Anthony Mackie's going to be star of Captain America 4. Do they have a date on that? 2025-ish, right? It's been announced. I'm going to look it up. I mean, we'll we'll see about that, right? I don't know. That's... I don't think it's announced. I think the Marvel's just purchased their time slots out to like 2026, so it's easy to speculate when they announce three-fourths of it. They're like, well, these dates are open, and we know these need to be made. So, Well, the Guardians crew, James Gunn said that that's it. Everybody, uh, the Guardians that we know currently, they're, they're done. They're all done. Did you all see that article? Yeah. No, but I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with sense. that too. Same. Um, because isn't the isn't the team at the end of Guardians two where that's led by uh yeah, that's like the real Sylvester Guardians. Stallone, that's the real Guardians. He's like, hey, go get some fucking people. Yeah, and he's in the new one. Is he really? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Nice. He's like, hey, so I, think- I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, but I mean I wish they'd keep Rocket around or at least let Rocket and Howard go on their escapades from the books because, damn, that shit's fun. Is Howard the Duck going to be? Oh, Howard the Duck. In there? Well, he's in What If. Right. Being, being played being played by Seth again, just like in the movies, and he's in the collector's thing. So it'd be easy to see that at the end of Guardians 3, the collection gets ravaged. Or Didn't it get ravaged in Infinity War by Thanos? Well, yeah, but he was just there for certain things. I don't think he, like, busted the whole place open. He took shit. I think he used the power orb or the power stone to fucking do, like, a big, like, EMP blast. I can't okay. remember. I can't I, either. I I know well, if that's sure the case, you... then Howard's already free, dog, and he could be in this movie already. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, James Gunn can do whatever the fuck he wants. If he's like, hey, I killed all the fucking Guardians so I could make more Peacemaker, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> to right. see what the next the next show he's doing for HBO Max about the Suicide Squad is, because he has another one that he's already confirmed. Well, yeah, that was... Did we talk about that last time, or was that announced after we recorded last time? Yeah, I think it was after we recorded. You and I were texting about it. Okay. Yeah. So... I don't know. Were we going to get a King Shark show? Dude, I don't know, man. It could be anything. The thing that would make me most excited, and I doubt this is what it is because of the amount of money in that property right now, but it should be Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. 
because I think Gunn has enough of a deft like understanding of the cartoon character and the comic book character and who she is that he would do a better truer job with it than what's been done and using margot robbie who does a really good job of playing the character however she's being written or directed but i think if he took her and did like a peacemaker style thing where she got to be full-blown her and it was about yeah yeah, i think it'd be closer to the current cartoon that that would totally sandbag the cartoon yeah yeah that's fine he did though I, I think the cartoon's only going for one more, two more seasons. They, they like have they have a defined ending. If they have a defined mm-hmm. ending, then that's fine. And I willingly accept that because that gives it much better value. But that cartoon is one of the best fucking cartoons. I've I agree. But I also think that it wouldn't be sandbagging the cartoon in an artistic sense because that is what Harley should be. It shouldn't be the dumbed down hyper violent for violence sake version that she is in the current movies. Sure. She was a fucking genius psychologist that got turned mentally. She's not a monster like at her core. She's a very brilliant human being. Mm-hmm. And that seems wholly ignored. All the new shit. Mm, I don't know. It could be, it could be a Harley Quinn show. Oh, it's kind of speaking of Harley Quinn and Peacemaker. Uh, there's that newspaper clipping in the most recent Peacemaker episode. Yeah. Peacemaker apprehends Kite Man. Ooh. Yeah. And it shows a black and white pixelated newspaper image of Kite Man flying. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So he's there. <laughs> so that means we got Kite Man in the universe. We got Batmite in universe now. What else? Has there been anything else snuck in under our noses? Do we know anything about Batmite? Or it's just it was just the talk. Uh he like he he brings up Batmite and somebody's like, Who the hell is Batmite? He's like an interdimensional uh it's it's Steve Agee's character is talking about it, right? Mitch? Yeah. Yeah, and he explains like he's he's like basically Batman's biggest stand, but he's an interdimensional being and he's a pain in the ass. I mean, so I'm familiar like familiar with Batmite. I'm just wondering who's gonna do the voice. I don't know, man. Or or the body, but I'm just saying, like now it's canon that it exists in the DCU. Yeah, that's super cool. EU, whatever the fuck it's called now. <laughs> yeah, that's but, super cool, very fun. Dude, Paul Rubens is still alive. I think it should be Paul Rubens doing the voice or just straight up Danny DeVito. And they just like do a film trick to make him even smaller. Yeah, we talked about that last time. And I think that would be brilliant. Yeah, dude, Danny DeVito in a floppy Batman like cloth outfit, just popping in like fucking the Great Gazoo and being like, you should kill him, Batman. Like, that'd be fucking great, dude. Just full full on Frank from fucking Always Sunny. Just do, do, do it up. Do the same character. Is that my mic? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Is it being weird? I got my Magnum condoms and I'm ready to plow. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, what? What is the plan for Peacemaker, though? Uh, d- has it been approved for a second season? Yeah, I'd be surprised uh, if it wasn't. You know, James Gunn said in the same interview where he said they've already greenlit another show for him that they've greenlit peacemaker season two they're literally waiting on him to fill out the paperwork damn that guy can do no wrong yeah i guess will there be a season two of peacemaker we're working on something else right now another tv show that's connected to that universe gun says i can't quite say in addition gun says about a second season of peacemaker which recently dropped episode five today 
quote, there's a really good chance of that. Yeah. And another interview he's quoted as saying like, they're basically waiting for me to dot some T's and cross some I's and we'll then cross be the good. T's and dot the lowercase J's. Yeah. And I think it might've been in the same interview where he was addressing his quoted thing with Hasselhoff in that AMA because people were asking like if he could reboot Airwolf or Knight Riders or whatever the fuck the other one was uh which one would he want to do and he was like well you know actually I've spoken with my good friend David Hasselhoff many times about how we would do a new Knight Rider and then right after it, he was like I have so many cool things I want to do I don't have time good problem to have yeah and then and then people people thought he meant he was doing Knight Rider and he had to clear up and be like no wow so much happening in the world of viewing yeah I've been watching this new show called Abbott Elementary oh I've heard it's, good things about this but lay it on us what is this about it's about like a pretty broken uh you know not well funded school that's run by a principal that's just like a crazy woman who wants to be like instagram or tiktok famous but she's like in her <laughs> 30s like that kind of vibe and then uh the teachers are all cool cast of characters um there's like an older white lady who's basically like in the mob oh they're in jersey but she has like a bunch of mob connections uh one of the kids one of the teachers is the is the chris rock kid from everybody hates chris oh nice yeah and he's hilarious and he's playing like this really handsome guy that all the female teachers are making very inappropriate passes at all the time <laughs> uh what is this abbott elementary yeah a b b o t t i think how do you watch this uh i've been watching it on hulu or yeah i've been watching it on hulu it might be on peacock but i think it's it's on hulu I have Hulu yeah. now. I don't know how I got it, but I have it. Nice. So I've, yeah. I've watched a little bit of stuff on it just because I feel like I have to. Nice. It's it's it's. I think it's worth watching. It could grow into being a really good show. It's got that first season vibe, kind of like the Goldbergs did. Yeah, where it's like they're still explaining the cast of characters a little bit. Yeah. Five, six seasons, six episodes in, and it hasn't really hit its stride. But I all the jokes are really solid. I adored the first two seasons of the Goldbergs. Like it was one of the best things I had ever watched at the time. I, I love the whole run. I'm really disappointed in how the Jeff thing's being handled, but I don't need the. He, I mean, that was his choice. I think he's like, whatever. All right, I'll do it. But no, I mean, they, they, they finally asked him to leave. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he'll still be on the show. He's just not filming with anyone, <laughs> but you know what he got in trouble for, right? Yeah, for like, uh, he was accused of creating this, not necessarily a hostile work environment, but it was definitely a... Oh, so you don't know what the joke is that he does all the time that made everybody, or some one person report him multiple times? He likes remember. to, anytime he's like bored or not feeling good or wants to interrupt a conversation, he'll go, ow, my vagina hurts yeah that that's what happened that's that's what happened for sure like multiple people have confirmed that was the issue it was his ow my vagina bits yeah because at first the way it read like the allegations it was like man what is he saying to his female co-workers is he being creepy and then to find out it's just like no it's a bit he's done for 30 years that he kind of subconsciously does anytime he's doing anything <laughs> And now he's dead. ABC no, I mean, like, out back and killed him. I think he'll be fine. Is he, he's on curb still? Oh, yeah. Larry, you think Larry David's going to fire him because he said, ow, my vagina? No, if anything, Larry's going to give him a raise. Into, he's going to work it into a script for an episode. 
So oh yeah, Jeff says it. Yeah, and has to embarrass himself and do the thing publicly. Like guaranteed, he, he has said it on his podcast when he had Conan O'Brien on because they were like college roommates. Uh, and Odenkirk. Uh, oh. yeah, the uh, Conan brought it up. He was like, "You had that dumb bit." He was like, "I still do it. I still do it, and I still do big bola. I love, I love that. That's a great way to describe. You're a big bola, pleasant Matt Oren." <laughs> That's a that's a big bowl of win. Like he like those were the two things they brought up, and that he would wake Conan O'Brien up in the middle of the night as a party favor to come down and entertain whoever he came home at two or three o'clock in the morning with drunk, and be like, "Do do this," and he'd just like make Conan half awake do voices or stupid silly dances or bits that he had done in front of him before and then let him go back to sleep finally <laughs> it's a great interview have to check it out have either one of you watched american auto no, no. What's it's this? like a it's a new nbc show that's very much like a parks and it's recreation about, or about office. cars not really it's about a group of people that run like the corporate end of a car manufacturer that's a made-up brand in the united states Oh, I think I saw some previews of this during football. Yeah, I think it's Anna Gasteyer that's the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also very solid. I because I think like somebody who doesn't like cars as much as I do would enjoy it even more. So you're saying that the the comedy is great, but the cars they use in it are fucking poi. I don't like this shit. Y- yeah, it's a it's a little bit like overblown like demonizing automakers more than they need to be but uh they are bastards so i don't have like a total problem with it but uh it's another one kind of like i think abbott elementary is better but this is another one it's kind of like parks and recs first season where everything's there but they kind of haven't found their footing yet but it's another one where they've i think they're just gonna have to set things up until a couple of like interpersonal relationships come together or like they figure out if april's the funniest with ron and stuff like that but it's funny. It's good. It's a good way to pass a half an hour. I'm still watching Southside second season. Ooh. Um, they did a Ferris Bueller episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were elements to it that were really funny. Otherwise, it was an all right episode. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was fun though. The uh the book club was was definitely my favorite part. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> one guy that was like, yeah, just talking about how bad it was. Uh that was very funny. I started watching for the horror fans out there. I started watching this show on Netflix. I think it's um We're All Dead. I think that's what it's called. It's a South Korean uh show about how this infection spreads in a in a Korean high school and then it, it it appears to be zombie-like in the beginning, um, and then later oh. in the episode, it, it full-on, full-on zombie, like eating, biting, turning. And, syphilis. Uh, it, it could be a, a advanced Omicron syphilis or something. Yeah, dude. I don't know if they have that kind of variant, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's not really scary so much as as you know, zombie films typically aren't too scary. Yeah, but it's enjoyable. I don't know if. <laughs> Jake, you're not a horror guy. I know, but I don't like the way he just flippantly was like, zombie movies typically aren't scary. Like, yeah, tell that to my underwear. Fair enough. (laughs) 
you know what they the thing is is that most of them are made to be human pieces you know about how humans deal with it all and that's that's what's scarier um other than train to busan that was actually a really good zombie movie i would highly recommend that was the last time i had a nightmare was when Kayvon made me watch that movie are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. Oh, oh man, I woke that was up sweating. I don't know. Zombies. I can't remember my dreams. I do too much drugs. But I woke up like sweating and very upset and like ready to fight someone. And it was not and not a good night. And I was like, God, what did I do? What was I dreaming about? Oh, I did watch that fucked up train movie with Cave on today. I bet that's what happened to my brain. Zombies on a train. It's fucked up. That movie's fucked up. The yeah, ending's fucked up. The whole thing's fucked up. I love it. They're doing a series. I know. I know. And I I don't know. Like, I love the movie. That's it. Leave it at that. You know, make something different. I think it's all the same people. Uh, might be. I don't know if it's the same actors, but it's the same. Right. Either yeah, way, they're, they're diluting it. That annoys me. I, it was apparently the Snowpiercer TV show is like way better than Snowpiercer. How can that be possible? It? Doesn't it have Chris Evans in it? It does. Yeah, but I think it has a story. The movie does, but not the the show. Right. Again, though, but I think the show has like a point, a storyline. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's less of just like a Shyamalan twist where it's like, ha ha. What about that now? Movie. I think they, because they had to stretch it into more story to fill episodes. Oh, goodness. Well, as we end it, what what uh, what uh other last minute things do we need to talk about? Uh, Man, I feel like Jake, I'm forgetting something. You want to talk about the Righteous Gemstones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Man, they flash back to the, the they flash back to the nineties because you saw the first couple of minutes and the whole episode takes place back then. And right. it's the sequel. It's, it's called Interlude Two. It's the sequel episode to Interlude from the first season or second season? Second season, I think. No, this is the second season, right? Oh, I, yeah, it this is, is the yeah, you're right. So yeah, it is from the first season. It's just been weird COVID times. Right. So, so the first one was back in 1988. That's the one with Baby Billy and and uh, Anna. What's her name? Anna Marie. Anna May. I I forget because he's he's had so many women on the show already, and they all have country double names. Mm-hmm. Mary Lou. Uh, I want to say Anna Lee, but that doesn't sound right. Uh. Uh-huh. But so now they're in the 90s, right? Because that other one was in the 80s. Yeah, and uh, Adam's character is big enough now to like talk and be weird right but now jess the kid they got playing jesse the kid they got playing him is hilarious mm-hmm. and d- does an impression of danny mcbride that's really funny and the girl they got playing uh judy, uh, judy is fucking hilarious too and like because in the last one she was like good but you could still tell like at that point she was just kind of a brat but still daddy's girl this one mm. she's already kind of turned into, into a little monster when they're showing her alone and stuff and that's pretty fun and then calvin yeah the little one calvin's just like a full-blown dipshit little kid that's just dealing with these maniacs and baby billy's hilarious but man does the show take a turn towards the end that's gonna blow your top mitch but you oh. basically you basically learn why john goodman's character is so tight with that black accountant that kind of also seems like a security guard a lot of the time. Martin. Martin, thank you. Couldn't think of his name, and I couldn't think of what his accent is. It's some sort of Caribbean. Okay. I don't know. I didn't know if it was, like, English. He doesn't speak that much. Right. But, yeah, you find out why they're like this, son, and it's some dark shit, and it is. But it's, it's that beautiful gemstones thing where, like, the darkest thing that could happen happens. And then immediately after that, like, while you're like, what the 
fuck they're hitting jokes. A short dick on screen or something. Not quite like that, but like John Goodman being funny. Like me, oh, it's fucking great. And then I, I I I should know who the famous actor is who's playing his dad as the old man walking around in his underwear and shit. Did you not get that far? No, my tablet died while they were still uh, like lining up to take the picture for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's saying pussy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good yeah. bit. Yeah. So the but the end of it is a wild turn, man, and it leads to some real big implications for the rest of the season. And Jeez. it's yeah, it's really, really, really nuts what they're doing this year. The body count is high. Can't fucking wait, man. Yeah, and you get to see like uh Junior's dad. Oh okay. Oh yeah, that was the wrestling promoter guy at the from the very beginning. Yeah, but you get to see him kind of at the age he would be in the 90s. Okay. All right. What season is this? Second or third? Second. Okay. And it is fan-fucking-tastic. But I still say Peacemaker is the best thing going. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Peacemaker, I like actually am like anxious for the next one. Like I'm mad they didn't just drop him. Right. Like that's like why earlier today when you were like, oh, your tablet ran out of batteries while you're watching gemstones last night. You smash it. No, I need to watch Peacemaker in a couple of days. Why would I? <laughs> I need it. Yeah, we all need more Peacemaker in our lives. Yeah. And then Mitch, and then Mitch showed me the trailer for the new episode of Peacemaker this week. And holy bananas! Hold on to your peels. Oh. Yeah, man, it just looks crazy as shit. The show is going in so many different directions so fast. Have they brought it, in any characters that are known? Kite Man. Other than Kite Vigilante. Man. Vigilante. Oh, yeah. Vigilante. All right. Ju- Judo Master. Oh, there's a nice uh, obscure one. Yeah, they're all that level yeah, obscure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. like uh, Batman uh, Brave and the Bold, was it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Calendar Man. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're getting a lot of that. I like that. That's great. And then it, it looks like in the next episode, we're going to see the white dragon suit up. Yeah. I would love to see uh, Peacemaker shoot the condiment king right in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Uh, it's so fucking good. It's a it's it's amazing how good it is with like one of the weirdest, worst comic book characters ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't condiment king created by Paul Dini and Bruce Tim for the for the animated series. I thought so. I, I didn't know they created condiment king. I thought he already existed as a pitch 66 character that just didn't get used. He might have. Yeah, that could that could work. But I don't recall that. I don't recall that character. I don't think he got used. I just think they were going through the troves of Batman shit. The Condiment were... King, created by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini. Okay. I mean, so is Harley, right? They created Harley. Yep. For that show. I think Dini gets credit on that alone. And what about what about Victor Zod? Is he uh he's in the books, I think. I can't imagine him being too old just because of how brutal he is compared to some of the old villains. Let's see here. Was Victor it like Z S A S Z or something? Z S A S Z. Boom. Boom Shakalaka. He first appeared in 1992. Created by Alan Grant and Norm Brayfogle. Yeah, you so comics. Him. You love them. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense after Dark Knight Returns. Uh, yeah, it, it would come out when it take a, it took a dark turn. Yeah, Bane and the backbreaking and that fucking yeah, yeah. Azrael shit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Paul. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. It got a little weird. Although, but I also think that the the bat ink is kind of weird. I didn't I didn't dig that either. I didn't either, but I dig everything else about that era other than that offshoot. I think if he hadn't done Batman Inc., that would be a very celebrated era of Batman. Possibly. Black Glove, Damien. Yeah, I like the the Black Glove and Damien stuff. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, there were some great stories. The Batman and Robin with Damien and Dick after R.I.P. Those books Uh, rock. I had some of those. Those books rock. That was good. I will admit it. I'd watch, I would watch an animated series where Damien and Dick were running the Batcave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's supposedly, well, there's another, there's like a new Batman animated series that's coming out. Uh, from Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, right? Yeah, I believe it's a continuation. Is it a continuation? Thought so. Holy shit! What is they've been called? doing a com- they've been doing a comic continuation for like two years. Oh, yeah, it's called the the Batman the Adventure Continues. Mm, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, it's Batman, pretty cool. Batman Caped Crusader. That's what it's called. All right, pretty sweet. All right, yeah. well, that's good to hear. Then I, I I'll have I'll have to watch both seasons of Gemstones. We should start. We still have. Holy cow! There's just so much stuff I haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get upset. You're okay. You know what? The other night I put on Caddyshack because I didn't know what to watch, and I gotta <laughs> tell you that it's been so long since I've seen Caddyshack. That movie is messed up. That movie would never work today. Rodney Dangerfield's <laughs> character is so obnoxious. Like I like Ted Knight uh, as an actor. He always plays right. ass, um, mm-hmm. but he was mostly justified in this movie. Yeah. He's completely uh, justified. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield's Al, character. Al Shervick. Al Shervick. Yeah. <laughs> this this hat should come with a free bowl of soup. <laughs> oh, but it looks good on you, though. Yeah. <laughs> there was so much inappropriate stuff. I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. It was great. Right. But it's definitely, uh, it's, it's a sign of its time. It was a different time when it got made. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same when you watch Animal House or something like that. Yeah. Can you appreciate it for for when it was made or are we past? I think Caddyshack holds up worse comedy wise than Animal House. What do you mean? I I mean, I think the jokes that are off color in Animal House are fewer and farther between than the jokes that are in Caddyshack. I would agree. From what and, I remember. Yeah. And comedy is like fruit, but comedy about being in college and like the college experience is a little bit more universal than the comedy about the difference between rich upper class people and lower class people in 1980s golf club culture. <laughs> that's a fair assessment, Jay. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it then, Mitch. For sure. Well, if you want to tell us your favorite now inappropriate comedies from the 80s and before you can send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com please like us on facebook we have a facebook page you can find us easily there you can send us a tweet at broadcast geeks or on instagram at broadcast underscore geeks then you can subscribe to the podcast on podbean apple podcast or spotify give us five stars are we gonna take our catalog off of spotify because of joe rogan you know what while we're thinking about it, let me just look at it because I I don't fucking know, man. 
It's well, on I don't there. even think I, I don't would, even think anybody fucking listens to it on Spotify. No, nah. podcast. I think I we know, should man. maybe we should consider coming off of Spotify. Everyone else is doing it. It's the thing to do. Well, we have been getting millions of dollars from our pod, our Spotify. We're not getting any of that Joe Rogan money. Well, maybe we should start saying some shit like vaccines. Fucking, uh, maybe they're not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know the oh. fucked up thing about that is all these people are like, "Well, you don't know what's in a fucking vaccine." It's like I guarantee you, if a dude fucking made a vaccine in his fucking barn that made your dick bigger. People would be like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I trust the science. They fucking, they, they wouldn't give a shit what was in it, where it was made and how it was made and how long it took to develop. They'd be like lining up. I, I think it could be summed up with one easy expression. I like hot What's dogs. That? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the bit on uh, Klepper where he was filming everybody smoking cigarettes at the anti-COVID vaccine rallies. Yeah. It's like, Ah, yeah, I agree with that as a cigarette smoker. What? It it looks insane for you to stand on a street in the cold and be like, they can't make us get vaccines. We don't know what's in them. Right. Mm -hmm. As you smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Or or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess we could. I could could fucking open it up and take, man, we're going to miss all those, like, two listens that we've got over all of the, (laughs) regardless. We can talk about this off pod. uh, But until next time, we leave you with our signal. Signature sign offline. You know it. You love it. Excelsior. Excelsior.